0: Hi, this is Manos Berlakis from the Minneapolis Heart Institute and the Cardiovascular Innovations Foundation. And this is episode number six for the Manual of PCI podcast. This episode is based on a recent experience I had when, on a Sunday morning, my son and I read a textbook about how to improve your swimming. And I remember reading about freestyle and three technical tips which were, number one, when you kick, to not bend your knees, number two, to alternate the sides when you breathe, and number three, to turn on your side every time you take a forward stroke. And I do swim fairly regularly. I took some lessons as a kid, but I've always noticed that I was much slower than more experienced swimmers, even though I consider myself to be in good shape, and I do try quite hard. So I was curious if technique was the issue, so the next time I was in the pool, I actually tried to apply these principles, and especially the one that I think made a big difference was to keeping the knees straight and not bent. It was amazing that within a few minutes I was actually able to significantly increase my speed just by this small technical detail. Of course, there's a long way to go, and does not making a professional swimmer, but still, this uh, small piece of technique really made an important difference on how I swim. How is this relevant for percutaneous coronary intervention? But actually, the question should be, how is it not relevant? Because the exact same thing can happen when we perform procedures. If we do the same thing over and over again in the same way without changing, then at some point this becomes internalized and it becomes the norm. But what if the way we're doing it is not the best possible way Or maybe it's completely wrong. How will we know and how will we correct it? I am sure that I have several blind spots like this and I have several areas of performing procedures that I can definitely much improve upon. But how can this happen? In my mind, the best solution to this would be to have an operator that I respect and I have great confidence in, and I know that he has great expertise in the procedures I do, to visit my lab and watch me do cases over the course of a day or even more days and provide feedback on how I can do things better, what I do not do well, and the areas I can improve upon. Of course, there are logistical details there, finding the person, having them come. This is actually one of the mechanisms on how ground rounds work. And the other important component to get the maximum benefit out of this is to make the visiting person comfortable giving advice. Because I've been in many settings, when people think they want advice, but actually their attitude is exactly the opposite. When something is mentioned that could be improved, instead of trying to learn from it, the answer has been trying to justify the current way of doing things. So having a humble approach, having a mentor or a person who can come and give you advice, I think is invaluable. But this is quite hard. So are there other ways? And absolutely there are. One of them is to watch live cases and see what people do right and what people do wrong, and try to implement many of those right things in daily practice. The other is to read books, read technical articles, learn from any potential source. And the other one is to attend a workshop This is not for advertising, but I've been faculty for Abbott Vascular for many of the PCI master's course that include a lot of hands-on experience, and I have personally learned tremendously about how to improve the various techniques for coronary bifurcations by doing these procedures on a bench and giving and getting feedback from multiple people. In summary, practicing the wrong way does not do you any service, neither does it do a good service to your patients instead trying to always to to improve and getting feedback and implementing that feedback is critical for every operator to get better and as a result the outcomes of the the patients to get better as well thank you